hey, hey, welcome back to Doing the Most Podcast with Corella. I am her, she is me, I am she. It's your girl, Corella. Man, that episode with my sister as my special guest was a doozy. We laughed at every single thing we said. It actually it was mostly me. And all of those rules that I set for myself from the feedback from Caleb just went right out the window. There was no laughing breaks beneath the table. It was me cackling in the mic, and I am so sorry for that. I could barely get through it. It was awful, terrible. I am my own worst critic. But I will say we were um, white claw inebriated, and so everything seemed funny. You literally could have eaten jello with a spoon, and I would have laughed at it. That's how you know, that's how many white claws I had that night. <laughs> but I am digressing. This episode is brought to you by beauty. Okay. This is, I know that sounded like an ad, but I was just in my car thinking, I was honestly looking at my curls, thinking about how far my hair has come and how I started to wear it curly. I haven't straightened it in six months. And then it just made me ponder about why I always wore my hair straight when I have these beautiful, natural curls. And it, there was just, I think, this string of events in my life, in my formative years growing up, where in my mind, curly hair was not pretty. And I thought I had to address it in a podcast, but make it funny, right? Um, European beauty standards with a laugh, if you will. Also, I feel like I have to, while we're on the subject of beauty, I have to start this episode out um, with two things, two very important things that are happening in my life that I I just have to address. And one of them, I will probably make a podcast about on its own, and it's going to be something that's not for everyone. So this podcast is, you know, it's a laugh. It's supposed to be comedy, it's supposed to be funny, real life issues, but, you know, with humor. The episode that I'm going to make later, I don't know if I can make it funny. I'll try. But just a PSA, the election is coming up. You know, you need to register to vote. You have to vote. But if you're thinking about doing an absentee ballot or a mail-in voting, you may need to think again because our government is actively working to sabotage the mail, like the USPS. And I've been sharing a lot of um, facts and some memes on my, my social media channels. Look, if you don't agree, that's fine. You can come at me if you disagree. But if you're going to come at me, do it with facts. Because if you don't, I will eviscerate you and laugh and, and, and take screenshots and share it with, with people. Okay. Now, if you come at me with facts and I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I can, I can be wrong. That's fine. We can be wrong. We can learn. We can move on. But if you're just going to come at me with nothing, just don't waste my time because I will literally drag you through the mud and laugh about it the entire time. The second thing I want to talk about, see, I don't know if I can make that funny. It's just not funny. Ignorance isn't funny. Um, The second thing I want to talk to you about is my, the skin on my face. I have a lot of people in my DMs always telling me that I have nice skin, great skin. What is my secret? I'm about to tell you that secret. So get a notepad out and write it down. I use Clinique three-step skincare. I buy the liquid facial soap. I have the the toner that's like pink with a green lid on it. And then I use the even better moisturizer, okay? 
I wash my face twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. At night, I do the same skincare, but I use the Estee Lauder like advanced night serum. It has literally made my forehead line. You know that line everyone has? It's like your forehead smirk, right? That line is gone, and it's because of this Estee Lauder stuff. But that's what I use, you guys. That, Clinique, those Clinique products and Clinique sunscreen for your face, that's it. I don't wear a full face foundation, a full coverage foundation. Um, every day, I typically only do it for like nice, nice events or sometimes in the winter. I mostly use the Bare Minerals um, Tinted Moisturizer. It's called Complexion Rescue. That stuff is the bomb. Buy it, get it, okay? That's my skincare routine. That's literally it. If you wanna look like me, use those products. If you buy those products and your skin is still not cute, don't come for me, okay? I can't help if Clinique doesn't work, right? It just works for me. Try it or don't, not my problem. So I used to um, get relaxers as a kid, okay? Maybe I should start off with like my race and like my hair type. That's probably the better place to start. So I'm half black, half white, okay? I consider myself black, I, or bi, I say biracial a lot in a lot of things, I just put African-American because I hate that little other bubble, I hate it. I think it's, it's the worst thing that could ever happen when you have to circle an other on a, an ethnicity portion of whatever you're feeling out. So I just always have done black. Um, me and my sisters and my brother, we have textured hair. My hair isn't as textured, textured as my siblings. Their hair, if, if you're a curly girl or you're a curly person, you know that like, they have like that 4C kinky hair. It's beautiful. Mine is really fine and it's, I have low porosity. And so I, I've always had fine hair. I have fine strands, but I've had a lot of it. So as a kid, you know, my mom wasn't really sure how to do my hair or the process to wash it or whatever the case may be. So she would always just brush it out and I would have this kind of big fluff on my hair, on like my head, it was just fluff because she would brush it out and then you know, do it half up, half down. Well, eventually she started putting in that just for me, throwback, just for me, does anyone else remember that shit? She would put just for me in it, she would wash it, put just for me in it, and by the way, she's washing it with like, like suave. <laughs> Suave shampoo, like great value suave shampoo, shampoo. Washing it with suave, putting in just for me, combing it, and then she would put it in like pigtails. And that's how I wore it for the majority of my younger years, up until I got into the fifth grade. Now, I have just always hung around, I guess, white people, but even the black people in my life always had like straight hair and they would always get relaxers and my sisters got a relaxer for the first time and I loved the way their hair looked. And so I begged my mom, begged her, please give me a relaxer, I want a relaxer. I wanna be able to wake up with straight, beautiful hair just like my sisters and just like you know, these two people that I know or these three people that I know. I just want straight hair. I don't want this mess on my head, this big fluff. And so I got my first relaxer in the fifth grade and my hair was, I mean, it was maybe a little past shoulder length at that age. But you guys remember, I have fine hair. So the relaxer made my hair so straight and like to my scalp. It was awful. But I thought I looked so good because I finally had this straight hair. And of course, we're going to this. I remember our hairdresser's name was Jackie. 
at like Regis Salon in the mall, no joke. And she would cut this bob. Like we had this old lady short bob with these swoop bangs. I had the hairstyle of like a 55 year old career woman from the nineties. It was terrible, but I thought it was so pretty because that was the standard that in my mind was the standard of beauty. You had to have straight hair. And as I became, you know, I was in fifth, sixth, seventh grade. As I saw girls that I knew who were getting boyfriends or getting like male attention, they all had this straight, silky, shiny hair. And so I felt as if I had to have that in order to get male attention. Isn't that so fucking sad? It's so sad. I thought I needed that hair in order to be pretty, right? And of course, the guys that I was, was interested in, you know, that I would like hair flip around were never the ones that were interested in me. Um, mostly because they weren't interested in black girls. I'm doing like air quotes. They weren't interested in black girls or, or I wasn't like the prettiest black girl, right? I was just like this somewhere in between. And mind you, I'm going through puberty. I have braces. Like if I looked like how I do now back then, it would have been over for you bitches. Okay. Cause I'm hot. I'm fine. Right. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn. Okay. But I'm one good looking hunty. So yeah, if I looked like what I did now back then, it would have been over for you hoes. However, I did not. I was literally taller than everyone back in those days. I was like the same height I am now, pretty much. I was like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, 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 as like a 10, 11, 12-year-old. And I was like 140, 150 pounds. That's not fat. But when you are surrounded by, by girls who are 5'3", and 100 pounds, you don't have this good image of yourself. And I never did. I thought I was like super ugly. And the, the one people who are giving me attention were always older guys, like older teenagers, 16, 17 years old, like my sister's friends or like, I hate to say this, but like, just like that weird kid in your class, you know, he was, I just always had like, there's always some random dude who would like write me random notes and just say how beautiful I was. And they wanted to marry me. And it just like, that wasn't for me. That's just not, it's not my love language. <laughs> you know, like those, where's my hug guys? <laughs> Where you kind of did that awkward side hug and then you're just like, please don't like touch my butt because that would just drive me insane. So yeah, so I thought I had to have this perm to be pretty or this relaxer to be pretty and it fucked my hair up bad, something real bad. And that's just crazy that as a black woman, we are subjected to these European beauty standards that we're never going to fit naturally. You know, we have to do some type of alteration. Oh my God, the neighbor's dog is like barking. They have like a great Dane. It's crazy. But we have to do some type of alteration in order for us to fit those standards. Now, not all, all the time, right? There may be some black women out there who who do have small, tiny noses with big lips and big, beautiful eyes, and maybe their hair isn't as textured. It's a little more relaxed. But for the most part, we do have to alter ourselves in order to fit that mold. Now, look, I'm white passing. I am not saying that I, I know the exact plight that black women go through when it comes to beauty and, and being sexualized and having parts of themselves normalized in society. I'm not saying that, but I do understand when it comes to that 
that wanting to fit in and changing something about yourself in order to do so. Um, and when I got that relaxer, it didn't make me prettier and it didn't give me like, I, it wasn't as soon as I walked out, you know, and got a fresh relaxer when I was like 16, like it, it wasn't like my milkshake was bringing all the boys to the yard. Okay. I didn't walk out of Regis salon and having dudes grovel at me all of a sudden, it was still the same. I still had the same people attracted to me and the same people not attracted to me. And that's, I think, I internalized a lot of that, those standards throughout my college years. Even like with my husband, I always thought, there's no way he thinks my curly hair is pretty. He, he likes straight hair, blonde, blue eyes. And he literally married me. <laughs> and it wasn't until quarantine, honestly, when quarantine happened and I stopped um, straightening my hair, like, that I realized, oh my God, my, my curls are gorgeous. Like, that's like one of the best parts about me, about like, if we're talking about the outward part of me, my hair is like, my hair is it. It's like Sam, was Samson, isn't, that from, isn't he from the Bible? No, not Samson. Who's the one that had the hair and like, that was like his power, his strength. That's me. I feel empowered now by my hair. But it took a long time to get here. In high school, I got relaxers, I never really wore my hair curly. Um, and then I started dyeing my hair blonde. And I actually love my blonde hair, but I started dyeing my hair blonde and getting relaxers. So then my hair like pretty much fell out. And then I really didn't feel pretty. I had no hair. It was so short by my ear. I just, I didn't feel like a woman, you know. And at that point of time, you know, the Kardashians are rising up the body of the Kardashian is, is becoming more popular and people don't want stick figure skinny girls anymore. They want curvy, big booty. Like they want to, what's that one song? All I want for my birthday is a big booty. That's what people wanted. Okay. And now as a 19, 20 year old, not only do I not have any hair, but it's blonde, it's straight, it's a bob. No one wants a bob. Like, Long hair is the, what people wanted, um, what a man wanted. Not only that, but I weighed 100 and whatever pounds. I was very skinny, very thin. I flat chested, right? No, no bubbies to save my life. And I was not curvy. So when I'm supposed to be this young, free, and wild thing, which I was, don't get me wrong, I totally was, I was also internalizing the fact that I still don't fit what is an acceptable body type or, or hair type that's, you know, that's found beautiful. And that's like a shot to the confidence. Okay. And you have to find other ways to compensate. You know, I'm just going to be really, really funny, or I'm going to be really, really this. And that sounds, it sounds so crazy, but it's like, I just, I was never the beauty standard that at the time was popular. Like if I had the body and the hair from my 19, 20 years old in like junior high, I would have been it. And so it's just, it's just crazy how women have these standards that we have to, we feel like we have to live up to. And the thing about it is no one told me, Corella, you have to look like this. Corella, you have to be like this in order to be pretty. No one told that to me to my face, but I internalized it so often that I just believed it myself. Um, and that's so crazy. And I know men feel that way too. Like they see 
you know, shredded dudes, abs, big muscles, and they probably feel like I'll never look like that. Only girls only want that, which is so not true. I mean, it's nice to look at. Don't get me wrong. A shredded bod, great to look at. Do I actually care if whoever I'm with looks like that? Hell no, because the better you look, the better I have to look. And honestly, I'm just not here for that type of comp- competition in my love life and a relationship. <laughs> That's why me and Caleb work so well. <laughs> but it's just crazy. I think, I think those beauty standards are just so stupid. And social media is perpetuating these unrealistic beauty standards. I even see it with my own students, how you know, they'll filter their pictures to hell. Or they'll, they talk about themselves in ways that I just... I don't think it's okay, but I have to remember, I used to talk about myself that way and I hate that idea, but I love the fact that natural hair is, is in, it's making a comeback and that black women and, and white women, white people who have curly hair, who've always straightened it. Um, but you know, for, for a majority of black women are finally feeling comfortable wearing their natural hair and finding the beauty in it. I think that is the most beautiful thing. I hate when people are hair shamed, are natural hair shamed. If you have dreads, if you have cornrows, if you have braids, if you have whatever, or if you have an afro, I hate that 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 type of hair is being seen as as not professional or unkept because uh, news fucking flash, that afro or those dreadlocks are the most kept hairstyles you will ever see. It isn't this Karen rolling out of bed with her, let me speak to the manager, straight hair, you know, buzzed in the back haircut. This is, those are hairs, dreads and and froze and natural locks, box braids, whatever the case may be, any type of plait. That is the most kept hair you will ever see. That is hours of work done to a hair. Hours. That is some of the cleanest hair you will ever see, okay? It's not McKinley rolling out of bed putting dry shampoo and, and running a brush through it, okay? That's lazy. Black hair is the most intricate, well-kept hair you will ever see. Now put that in your pipe and smoke it, okay? Because it's the truth. It's the truth. And in my opinion, curly hair is prettier. Um, it's controversial. I'm about to say something controversial, and y'all are going to cancel me. Curly hair is prettier than straight hair any day of the week, Okay? I literally look in the mirror when my hair is curly and I have my curls out and they're bouncing and they're popping like my lip gloss, right? Like my neck, like my back. (laughs) But I look in the mirror and I think, wow, I'm so pretty. And it's taken so long for me to come to terms with the fact that yes, I am, I'm pretty. With my curly hair, you know, with my big lips, with whatever else that I have, my nose is a little wider. It's not big, but whatever. I don't contour the shit out of my nose. If you do do it for you, whatever. But I feel, I don't feel pressure anymore. Um, in my 28 years to conform to whatever beauty style or whatever standard is out there that, that we think is the norm. I'm finally comfortable being me. And I think it's sad that it took, you know, I'm not gonna say 28 years. Cause like when I was a toddler, I'm sure I didn't give a fuck about what I looked like. <laughs> But it has taken me, I would say, you know, 15, 15 years for me to feel that way. And that's sad. I hope that, you know, 
we can find find a, a, a norm, like, you know, normalize us being comfortable the way we already look, you know? Um, I know I talked about her before on, like, other episodes of the podcast, my friend Lindsay. She is, like, so body positive, and she's so confident, and she um, made a TikTok about how she came to be that way, and she was like, I, she faked it till she made it. Like, fake it till you make it. She just told herself over and over, like, I look good, I look good, I can wear this crop top, I can do this. And to the point where now she literally does believe it. And she does look great, okay? Um, she looks amazing, and she's always here for it. She's literally working it. And that's not to say that Lindsay or myself, we don't have days where we just, like, feel ugly. Everyone has those days, right? Everyone everyone has those days. Was that a Hannah Montana song? <laughs> does she go by Hannah Montana? What was that rap song? Um, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. Damn, that is a throwback. But we have those days, right, where we feel ugly or we don't feel, like, up to snuff. We all do. It's normal, okay? What's not normal is basing how you feel and how your life goes on what pop culture or whoever the fuck else um, tells you how to look. Because that is, like, baby back bullshit for real. So if you're out there and you think you got to look like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, a basic ass bitch. I don't know. If you feel like you have to look like someone else in order to be pretty, you don't, okay? And that's not to say if you want to lose weight, lose weight, okay? I have a friend, Lauren. She just lost, like, a lot of weight. She's hit her weight loss goal. She feels so good in her skin. It's amazing. If you want to lose weight, absolutely do it. Don't lose weight for someone else. Lose weight for yourself. If you want to contour your face to the gods, baby, do it. But do it for yourself. Don't do it for someone else. If you want a relaxer, look. That shit will ruin your head. You'll be looking like a bald. You'll be looking like Cynthia um, from the Rugrats, Angelica's little doll. <laughs> if you want a, a bald Cynthia head, girl, do it. But do it for yourself, not for someone else, okay? We have to start living our lives for ourselves and not for what other people think is pretty. And I fall back into the rut a lot of times, okay? I do. And sometimes I catch myself thinking, I need to straighten my hair. Straight, I, need, I need straight hair. That's going to be what's the prettiest. But then I remind myself that I have beautiful curls and they look so much better and so much more unique than, you know, just a straight hair. Sorry, all you straight hair girls out there. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, whatever. I'm sorry. I, I say this now. Look, if you have straight hair, <laughs> you're still pretty. You don't have to curl it to be pretty, right? I'm just telling you, people with curly, kinky, hair, people, like black people hair, it's been policed and policed and policed and we're finally feeling ourselves and, and we finally, you know, don't feel the need to have to have straight hair in order to be pretty. Now, my husband is a white man and oh, I always joke with him, like if he didn't, if he didn't end up with me, he would probably be like some, like make America great again, <laughs> hat wearing like douchebag. He denies this, but I'm 100% sure it would have happened. But he has always told me to wear my hair curly. Even when I straighten it, he's like, oh, you should wear your curls. And he loves it. His favorite thing is um, he likes to run his fingers through it, which I get pissed. But he'll run his fingers through it and make it huge. And he's obsessed. He loves that. And that makes me happy. It makes me happy um, that he supports me in doing whatever I want with my hair. And he thinks I'm beautiful no matter what. You know, get you a man. Get you a Caleb, okay? Get you a Caleb. Whatever race he may be, a Caleb. 
what you don't want, I'm trying to think of what the male equivalent of a Karen would be. I read a lot of, I heard a lot, there's like a Kyle, sorry for all you Kyles out there, but the male equivalent, don't get a male equivalent of a Karen, whatever it is. I have a name in mind, but I don't want to say it because I recently got into like, never mind. That's for another podcast. That's a whole other episode. So yeah. And I know a lot of people can, um, can relate to that, right? You got relaxers as kids, had that 55 year old career woman like Bob. Um, and maybe now you're just like obsessed with your natural hair or maybe you have, um, you're obsessed with wigs. I think wigs are so fun. Girl, wig, Kim Zolciak with her wigs. That's all I can think about. And Nini saying, bye wig, bye wig. When I see a girl rocking a wig, even it doesn't matter how good it looks, I still think of Kim Zolciak and her wigs. <laughs> but yes, snatched. You look snatched in your wig, snatched in your braids, snatched with your extensions. Do whatever makes you feel happy. Don't conform to whatever society's norms are because fuck that, okay? No more will I be a Cynthia bald bitch with the relaxer. I will be bouncing my curls and trying to make them as healthy and happy as I possibly can. (laughs) Be you, be beautiful. (laughs) This podcast will not turn into, um, um, it's not going to be just like mantras for how you should live your life. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to laugh and I'm going to enjoy myself (laughs) and it's going to be fun. Okay. Be you, be beautiful. Maybe that's what the name of the podcast would probably be, right? Be you, be beautiful. That's all the time I have for today. Remember, rock whatever hairstyle you want, whatever makeup you want. If you're a man, wear a skirt. If you're a girl, shave your head. Do whatever the fuck you want. Cancel society normalities. Absolutely. I'm here for that. I don't like cancel culture, but I'll cancel societal norms. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thank you for coming to Doing the Most podcast. I almost said watching again. Thank you for watching Doing the Most podcast. I'll never get over that. I literally think, I'm, yeah, thank you, FBI agent, for watching Doing the Most podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you, you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Give me five stars. If you want to give me three, sleep on it, okay? And write a review. If you have something funny you want to write about it, write it. I'd love to read them on the podcast. I think that'd be so funny. Currently, I'm up to like 25 reviews. Fuck yes. That is bad ass. Thank you to my 25 loyals, to everyone else. No, thank you. Okay. Domo Ari, no gato. You understand what I'm saying? Don't forget to continue doing the most in your everyday life because it ain't no fun when you're the one doing the least. See ya.